Hey guys, happy Friday. Happy Friday, TG, 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 TGIF, I was going to say, that's what I was going to say, say. TJ, TGIF. Correct. Well, it is Bruise on the Balcony, recording from the Bruise on the Balcony studios. Another morning show. Nick, we might have to switch to this mornings because we're I'm, just on I'm, point we're, lately. We're I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the mornings. I really am. Today we had a good show. We had the another featured beer of the day from yes. another fantastic brewery in St. Louis. We also uh, talked in depth about the Houston Astros situation yes. with the MLB, uh, the cheating scandal going on. And, and Nick, what else did we talk oh, about? Oh, well, I mean, we, we, were, we were discussing your trip to Vegas and, and in and out and, and talked to about well, there there was a story about a a bird that was pissing you off. So we talked about our least favorite birds. Ah, yes, like like least any Friday show. Favorite birds again. Go from beer to birds to baseball. Triple Bs. That's triple what we Bs. Are. Call us Lavar Ball, baby. Call us Lavar Ball. The Triple Bs. We love the letter B on this show. We love it. If you want to get involved and uh, you know, talked about the Astros or birds, you can get involved. Three one four eight seven seven. 8597. That's our voicemail inbox number. Or you can also follow us, Nick, at Balcony Brews Pod. And we got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. They're STL Distillery, St. Louis Distillery. You can visit them online, stldistillery.com. Or if you want to go see them in person, 755 Freedens Road, Sweet B, St. Charles, Missouri, 63303. If you go over there, grab yourself a bottle of brew vodka. That's what we like to drink on this program. Tell them TJ and Nick sent you. Uh, you'll get a free tour. And a free tasting. And what's special about this vodka, brew vodka, it's distilled from craft beer. We love craft beer on this program. So pick yourself up a bottle of brew vodka if you go over there to STL Distillery or visit them online, stldistillery.com. Thank you guys for always uh, supporting the sponsors. And uh, make sure you go over there again. Open Monday, I'm sorry, Friday through Sunday. You never get it right. You never never get it right. Friday and Saturday, 1 to 8, Sunday 1 to 6. And tell them TJ Nick from Brews on the Balcony sent you. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Well, hello. You're listening to Bruise on the Balcony with TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Yale. Hey there, Big Daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Ah, TJ, happy Friday. How the heck are you, happy big dog? Friday feels good. Just wide awake on this month. No, Friday morning. I feel great on Friday, but unfortunately, I still got to work the whole weekend, so it doesn't really yeah. feel like work Friday. work all weekend? Eh, a little bit. A little bit Saturday. You got a little b-ball action? Sunday's a possibility. A little v-ball, b-ball? What, what sports? V-ball and b-ball. And a little, and little uh, women's hawk. Women's hawk. Yeah. That like little old... hockey team, they're pretty good, aren't they? Women's hockey uh, team, aren't they? They're okay. But they're pretty solid. Didn't a couple of years ago they had a goalie that went to the uh, yeah the U.S. Nicole, the Olympics? Nicole Hensley, yeah. Nicole Hensley. She's actually an assistant coach now on the uh, on the old well, squad. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Kind of neat. How about that action? Yeah. And we got AFC NFC Championship on uh, Sunday. I guess that's when they are. Yeah, it's on all, Sunday. All games are on Sunday this week, so be sure to tune in to the BOTB football show. There's only three football games left. Three football games left. You're on top. Of the pick'em standing, of course. I'm on top of the panel. Now this is where it gets interesting because there's three games left, and you're three games behind me. So I'm still three. You yeah. can, we can only tie, but I don't think you're gonna pick against what I'm picking. I'm thinking yeah. we're probably gonna have the same picks again because we're on a heater. 
uh, pick an NFL this well, year. Well, because I want to set a record for my pick them too. So yeah. I don't want to pick against you because I probably you could have hedge. the same ones. You like, could hedge on the panel. Give a little preview. What, what do you got? I mean, just. Uh, I have. Who do I have? I have Frisco covering. I don't even know what the spreads are yet. I think it's like. I think they're both like seven and a half. Okay. Which I think I have Frisco covering, which is tough because I'm hedging in, in the uh, the Bras League where we all just kind of picked one of the last teams. I yeah, think I have yeah. the Packers. And then I have Tennessee covering but again chiefs winning i think tennessee is going to run the ball a lot. so actually we are set we are opposite. oh we are opposite yeah so, so i i was going to take the packers and the chiefs nice so i might look at it more but yeah uh, i mean i could i could flip to eventually to the packers and then and then back to the chiefs i don't know if you're smart you would just do it so that yeah there's that, no way exa- I can do it, exactly exactly there'd be no way that you can beat me i'm not worried about it no. I, i'm happy i got over 500 yeah, you know, for the year on it. So uh, yeah, it's good stuff. It's a good. It would be funny though. It c- comes down to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and it's you versus me. Like I have one side, you I have, have the, the other, other side. because yeah. that's how it's gonna be uh, in our brunch league between me and John. Man, I don't like when you call it brunch league. Brunch league, man. Yeah, we like we, we were picking all the games every, and John and I are tied. And up until now, we're both tied at one thirty eight. Yeah, and there's three games left. Last week we had all the same picks, and then this week I don't know what our picks are, but they could come down to the Super Bowl. But but you, the whole point of the league is so you don't lose, so you don't make brunch for other people. Well, but one if you time. if you win, you get to you get to pick the menu though. <laughs> so there there's a lot on the line here. Can't laugh. I've been coughing a lot. There's a lot on the. Speaking of brunch, <sighs> TJ, we have a good beer here that pairs with brunch. It says Nick. Is it really? Yeah. Is that what it says? It on says the pairings on the side. It says seafood and brunch. Is that right? Well, that's wow! I didn't see that. Yeah, that's pretty nifty. How about well, that? It's our fe- it's our featured beer of the day. We've already started this uh, last week. We had uh, some fantastic ale. Where was that again? I, I, it was Urban Chestnut. It was Urban Chestnut. It was Urban Underdog, underdog Ale. Underdog Ale. Yep. Yeah, my memory's terrible. It's yeah, the beer so it was, was a fantastic. nice silver sixteen ounce can. Had a dog with a cape and goggles on it. That's right. Quite cool. You said it's two of your favorite things, beer and dogs. Beer and dogs. Perfect stuff. And it was delicious. It very was smooth. tasty. Very smooth. Very tasty. Yeah, yeah. Definitely could drink a few of those. Well, today we have Ripple White Ale. Ripple White from Ale. Four Hands Brewing Company. Again, in St. Louis, Another Missouri. local. Another local uh, craft brewery. 5% alcohol. I did not see that it can be paired with seafood or brunch. That, that yeah, it literally so, so says brunch. seafood or brunch So if you're eating uh, some bacon and eggs, whip up a Ripple White Ale. From Four Hands Brewing. Interesting. Well, let's give it a try. Let's let's give it a try. I I I I love brunch. Cheers, buddy. Little splash action. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Friday. Cheers. I like the sound effects when we drink it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's 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 really good. That's full of flavor right there. That is very, very good. It's like um, like if you have a hash, if you have a cheesy hash brown mix, like uh, you know, with some ham in it and stuff, and then you take a sip of that, bam, you're like flavor explosion. It's fruity. I'm trying to think of what fruit I taste, though. You know what I mean? I, well, I get a kind of not like a fruity, hoppy, but like not overly bitter, like an it's IPA. It's got what appears to be an orange on the front. Maybe it's that. Maybe it, yeah, ale with orange. Nick, See, maybe we, that'd we, be we need what it the, is. We need <clears throat> the uh, the brewmasters in here to explain these beers to us and and give us the flavor profile so uh, we yes. know what we're drinking because <laughs> this is just average guy reviews right mm. you know it's just like mm, yep that's good it is good though i think it has a hint of orange in there it's don't act like you know hint of orange it says orange on the on the can i think they would have orange in it i just can't read yeah, correctly i'm tasting i'm tasting a little orange action I, I got a little uh i don't know if you feel this either i don't want to sound stupid but a little uh white grape like uh you know like ah, white grape yes. juice type well, maybe of that, taste, that's you know? where the white ale you know portion comes mm. in so that could be 
Really yeah, good. Be, but definitely a very tasty one. I've had this one from <clears throat> Four Hands before. Definitely one of my favorites of theirs. It gives you that, you know, you don't only drink an IPA. Like, I'm not a huge IPA guy. Yeah. Where it's like too hoppy and, or too bitter. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's not bitter. No, it's that's, like, again, that's why I, mean? I like usually go for the, the ales, the Hefeweizen, and some of the, yeah. some of the smoother, like lighter end. Sure. I mean, it's still 5% alcohol, but. You know, I'm not I'm not really a big fan of like the twelve percent, like the stouts and the IPAs. I like the stouts. You're you're a big stout guy. Yeah. You're I, a pretty stout fella yourself. I'm a stout so, fella, that's why I like the stouts. So, so I mean, you so you're you gotta keep up with my muscle mass. Are you a guy um, that like depending <clears throat> on the season, you know, you like certain beers, like summery beers, you go for a more like uh, Line and like, like a lining kugel summer shandy and then like shock top. And then in the in the Fall, you go for like a pumpkin ale, and in the winter, you're drinking more of the chocolate milk stouts yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, or do you just drink whatever beer is you know is your favorite beer? It doesn't round? really matter with the seasons. I will say, if I'm outside, I won't drink like a stout. I'll drink like a like like you're talking about, like a Blue Moon yeah. or a, a nice beer with like. Yeah, you're some not going to drink like a something. chocolate milk stout whilst being on the beach in Tampa. Exactly. You're yeah. not going to drink like a... If someone pu- hands it to me, I will. You're not going like, to drink like a pumpkin ale on like a Tuesday in, July. in, in, in April. Correct. You know, it's yeah. just, it just doesn't feel right. Right. But if you're wearing a flannel shirt and on a hayride with, with Laura, <laughs> then that's a perfect then opportunity. It comes, then it comes into play. Pumpkin ale action. See, that's where I would drink this during the summer. I would, This, this mm-hmm. is very tasty. Like, it's smooth. It's good. It's got that nice flavor to it, and it's got that again this, that uh, that well, that white ale. It tastes like seriously like white grape orange. Yeah. Fruity well, this to thing. me is it's like good. it's a more you can drink anytime. It's my favorite beer from Four Hands, and so like oh, yeah. if, it's great on tap too. So if I'm at a bar and I see it, it's definitely one of one of the, my go tos at the bars. Sure. So yeah, that's Ripple White Ale. Ripple White Ale. From Four Hands Brewery, or St. Featured, Louis, Missouri. Featured beer of the day. So featured beer of the day. Good please stuff. go to Four Hands. Love Four Hands. Love Four Hands, especially. And especially if you're eating seafood or brunch. Yeah, that's this new. I've never. Thi- this is the thing. I like that. I think every beer should have that on the side. I've never seen the pairings thing. That's a key. On there. That's a key thing. Show the camera here. Yeah, very cool. I've never seen that. That's that's super. And a colorful original. can too. So again, a shout blue out and to orange uh, and white. Nice Ripple White Ale, Four Hands Brewing Company. There you go. Our featured beer of the day. So Nick, there's our feature beer of the day. I love doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's fun because it's, uh, you, you get a, a chance to do to, to try different things and, and different beers. Well, yeah, I mean, not only is it showcasing some great things around St. Louis, great city where we are recording this great podcast from, but uh, it also it, it's fun being able to like try new beers. I'm always trying, no matter what city I go to. Big world traveler, we know this, TJ. Oh, I'm yeah. always on You're vacation, uh-huh. and always like to try. A different beer from wherever I go. A new beer, you know. Every city's got great craft beer, especially it's growing. You know, not only in St. Louis, locally, but throughout the United States. So we talked about when I was out in California, had that California Cream and Ale, which was one of my favorite beers I've ever had. Yeah, you like? Uh, I don't know. You, and, think, you seemed like you were gonna something was gonna happen downstairs with you. you yeah, you, you never know. You I couldn't mean, control yourself. It was, it was there was it was creamy there. That's let me ah, tell you. Ah, <laughs> last thing but, I could have heard in my entire life. But. You know, ah! like when we go to Tampa, you know, try, we never went to a Tampa brewery while we were down there. Obviously I was there on a short trip doing that wedding. So mm-hmm. I didn't really get to experience the full, they had a couple uh, breweries down. Uh, I forgot what that road is. I stayed there literally every year with my family. I just don't know. It's the main road on the like stretch right, of the beach. Right by, right by there, St. Pete's beach where you guys stay at. Yeah. It's like paradise Avenue or something like that. Well, um, next, uh, this summer when we go, uh, summer. Yeah. When we go down to Tampa, if I'm invited, you know, I'll, I'll sneak down there. Yes, you're, we'll you you're just invited yourself. We'll like, what to, are you going to say? I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to be like, okay, well. Sweet. That works then. <laughs> Inviting myself works with you. Hey, that's with Big Web. We Apparently, we're getting a, uh, we're not doing the penthouse suite this time. Not doing the penthouse suite. What are you doing? 
we're doing the same spot, but the penthouse suite is taken, so we're going to uh, be doing the smaller condos. So, like, me and Laura will be in one room in one condo, and Big Web will be in the other. Uh, so you could bunk with Big Web if you like. I, I huge. Something tells me he would not be up huge. for that. Huge. Let's do it. Man, I am. I'm <laughs> the a, content. Think of the content. Think of the content you got there. You guys have to bunk together. Let me tell you. Wow, wow, and wow. Something no. tells me he would not go for that. <laughs> Nick, get your ass on the couch. I will get. I will sleep. I'll get my own place. Whatever's the cheapest venue, that's where I like. That's to where go. you're going. I'll sleep yeah. on the beach. I'll, I'll roll out a sleeping bag and just post up. Get a hammock. 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 How hammock. do you say? It? How do you say it? Hammock. I say hammock. Mm, I don't like it. Hammock. Hammock. Put a hammock on the beach and <clears> just uh, sleep there until it rains. Okay. So hopefully it's not hurricane season like it was last time we went. Yeah. Well, I, I also think like you know I, I just I don't trust the seagulls. I feel like you know. They're gonna come land on you and you shit think? on you. Yeah, he's I don't gonna, know why. I think seagull, out. seagulls got a little like evil eye in them. I think. Like of all the birds out there, you think like seagulls are the worst? Uh, up there, they're they're, they're I forgot what else. There's these pigeons. Seriously, yeah. we were in Vegas for my buddy's bachelor party a few uh, a few weeks ago, and there were these pigeons outside of um, In and Out Burger. So I had never had In and Out. It's a West Coast thing, right? No free ads, and it was. Awesome, but it was packed as shit because I think a lot of people it's that always tore there, shit. it was so packed. And it's not, that, like you said, not that great. It's okay. I mean, the fries are not great, but the burger is pretty good. Well, the I burger mean, is every other average burger I've had anywhere else. Really? It's not like... I didn't think it was anything special. Because it's like that, that steak and shake kind of, it's like that thinner thinner meat patty. Yeah. You know, but like it's smash not... smash burgers. But, right, exactly. Well, the thing is, I think it was, I had to try it. Um, I'd have it again, but I wouldn't like... If we go to Vegas or California, I wouldn't be like, oh, we have to get yeah. this, you know. But it was good. Anyway, outside of In-N-Out, you know, there are these, there's these pigeons, like, literally fucking everywhere. And they are fat fucks. Like, they are huge. And you wonder why, because there's so many people dropping shit. And maybe these this, fuckers. Maybe they're 2020 resis to, you know, work out a little more. I'm telling Fly you. a little more. They need to get away from there and go to, like, some, I don't know, salad Subway? house or something <laughs> and, and be like, hey, the salad bar, and go hang out by the salad bar place. Yeah. Because they need, they, need, they need to lose some. Get, get, get fly, they can't even fly anymore, Nick. They can't even get up. They're like penguins. But the thing is, there's not, like, five of them. There's, like, 30. And they're all in one spot because all these people drop fries and shit, and they some of them feed the pigeons, so they all flock to this In-N-Out burger. And these things don't care. Like we we have our so we have our burgers. It's so packed inside you, you guys can't find outside. a seat. Yeah, had had to eat outside. It was cold as shit, but we we had to eat outside. We're we're sitting there. And these pigeons see we have food. Well, they obviously this is their whole life. This is what they live for, and they start walking up to us. Well, usually if you take a step, they they fly away. These fuckers would go next to your foot and look at you and wait. You'd have to kick them. We were kicking the pigeons. Fuck you, Peta. I don't care what you say. We had to kick them because they wouldn't leave us alone. Asshole. One of my friends has- CJ Weber confirmed asshole. Snowflake season. Come at me. Um, One of my friends is an idiot and took a fry and threw it at him. I'm like, he's going to come back. That doesn't get rid of them. Was it Joey? Yes, it was actually. (laughs) It was Joey. But it's like, dude, I get what you're trying to do, but now they know that you fed them, they're coming back to you again. And these fuckers wouldn't leave us alone. So we just scarfed these burgers down, couldn't even enjoy it that much. Wow. But it's like- First experience at In-N-Out? So, uh, Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I'd give it about a, a eight out of ten. I thought it was pretty good, but wow, I mean, I review. I thought it was good. Um, I review. Maybe my mind was just focused on the fact that I've never had it. But anyway, pigeons. Uh, after that whole fucking story, pigeons are my pigeons, least favorite. Pigeons uh, are elite up there. Seagulls a close second. I think uh, in the bitchy category. Well, you always have the uh, the woodpecker. 
Now I like woodpeckers. Well, have you lived? You, you had some trees next to your old uh, your old apartment, and yeah. but we have in our <laughs> yard at Big T Nance's house lots of trees, lots of opportunities for woodpeckers to hang out up there. And it seems like not much recently, but eh, probably five or six years ago, we'd have woodpeckers that would come up and just peck on the side of the house, and it was annoying as shit. Yeah, Big I T would have to get out there with the air the rifle and. Pick them off. Yeah. Get them out of there. Yeah, he have a good aim. He's oh, a dead yeah. Eye. oh yeah, of course, for yeah. sure. And uh, so they're definitely up there in, in, uh, in my least favorite bird. But there's also you know hawks, ravens. What do you hate hawks and ra- what's wrong with a hawk and a raven? Know. Crows. When have you ever seen a raven in your life? How, why know. would you <laughs> hate a raven? I like a cardinal though. A nice bluebird. A nice blue jay. Yeah. An Those oriole. Nice. You know. Mm-hmm. All great birds. Your yeah. least favorite and favorite birds. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. I mean, we should be on Animal Planet's podcast. <laughs> it's at Balcony Brews Pod on Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and YouTube. At at Bruce and Balcony on TikTok. TJ on TikTok. I tell you, who's not flying high right now, Nick? Ha, it's, the Houston, it's the Houston Astros. They're not a bird team. They're not. I'm just saying. Neither they're not, are the Red uh, Sox. Yeah. They're as low as low can there get. There are a lot of bird teams in the MLB. Alas, name them yes. all. Go. Orioles, Blue Jays, Cardinals, uh, dual depth. Not Devil Rays. The uh, Pigeons. I think that actually might be it. No, there's no Pigeons. Uh, no, I'm saying like that might be it. It oh. might be the Cardinals, the Blue Jays, and the Orioles. There might only be I don't think three so. bird teams. Cardinals. Well, the, we're going to look this up. In the MLB. I know it's not good content, but we're going to look really, it up. Really, anyway. just, really just postponing the actual news of the day that we were, we were going to dive into. We were going to. We'll, we'll get there. Cardinals, Blue Jays, Orioles. Yep, you're right, Nick. That's yeah, that's, I think those are the only three okay. birds. A lot of animals, though. Speaking of baseball, um, Houston Astros are in a load of trouble as uh, they've been caught. Uh, it's not even allegedly anymore. It's, it's true. I mean, they, they cheated. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah, cheated. cheated. And well, they used uh, they used cameras. They would use trash cans then to, I guess, specify what pitch was coming to their players. Speed. Yep. Um, Whistles. There was a huge upcry yesterday, so... I don't think they're still investigating, but he has denied it, and a lot of the team has denied that uh, Jose Altuve was. There was a myth going on that he had a wire on him that would yeah. buzz with someone buzzing behind closed doors to let him know what pitch was coming. But I think uh, the MLB has said that they haven't found any uh, proof that well, that's happened. So here's the kicker, though. Beltran's uh, Carlos Beltran, who was on the team when this happened, also been dismissed by the New York Mets before ever managing a game, and Alex Cora been dismissed by the Boston Red Sox, who is also part of it in AJ Houston Hinch is out. as the bench coach. AJ Hinch is out. Luno is out. Luno is out. Former Cardinal. Uh, when he uh, got pissed per- at the Cardinals personnel. Yeah, well, that was deserved by the Cardinals. I know, but it's too. just funny how it all comes. Anyway, so Beltran's niece has been tweeting. And between Beltran's niece, alleged niece, I don't think that's his niece, alleged niece, uh, and this guy John Boy on Twitter, who are both have been in front of all this stuff at, before breaking news, uh, she broke the news about Beltran being hired by the Mets like a week before it happened. She broke the news about Beltran leaving the Mets before. Uh, 24 hours or two days before it happened. And now she's out tweeting saying she has pictures from the locker room that she'll keep for a rainy day. Altuve did not want his shirt torn off. If I remember, maybe I misspoke about Chapman after he gave up the home run. And she also said Jose Altuve and Bregman wore devices that buzzed on the inside right shoulder from the hallway video guy. Let's get it all out 
now. John Boy has quote tweeted and said, Beltran's niece tweeting about the buzzers, which matches up with what I've been told from five different parties. So wow. there's a little bit more to this story, Dan, uh, than people are believing because even though the MLB came out and said that they did not find anything about buzzers, that they did a thorough investigation, both these people that are tweeting on Twitter uh, don't really know their affiliation with each other or with who their sources are, but have been accurate and out front of all the stories that have broken so far. And I believe it a little bit more because of the MLB's gag order that they put on all the MLB teams and players to not talk about this situation, which makes me believe that they're trying to sweep this under the rug as quickly as possible because it is a black eye for the MLB. So, um, you know, we don't know who this person is, though, because according to people like verified sources, that that lady is not Carlos Beltran's niece. However, though, she's been out front of all the other stories, so she is somebody right, in the why know. Would, how can you trust somebody? Is she the one that said, I'm Carlos Beltran's niece? That's yes. the question. Okay, mm-hmm. so that to me, that all, that already strikes as a red flag. Well, like, why would you even bring that up? But she's... Try, I know she's trying to get credibility, but someone's lying here, obviously. And it's, yes. I don't know how, well, you can't lie. Well, if the fact she's been accurate, she's been three for three on every story, and she's been out ahead of it 24 hours, two days, a week prior to it coming out. out. So her, That's I, why they believe her on this. I get it. But yeah, like, so her information is accurate. It's not just like a one time, oh, we got it right. She's been right three times right, now. But I, on I don't each get one why the stories. niece thing even came up. You can, because they can prove that she's not their, his niece. Like, it, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't why think they're even... trying to not like prove or disprove that right now. But at it, all. it makes a big difference because it makes a difference if, I think, if she's I think in it, with Carlos I think, Beltran's family. Yeah, I think family it or not. Pr- proves that she's connected to Carlos Beltran because how else would she know about all these things before uh, re- regarding Carlos Beltran before they came out in the public? Right. Well, I'm saying like if if she's not his niece, like who the fuck is she? Like type thing. Like who? What? I don't. What is th- she I don't. I don't think there's. Else? I don't think there's anybody that's like saying she's not his niece. The Beltran family said that. Oh, the Beltran family did say a that. A source they, they came did, out they that did said come out and say Carlos that she's Beltran's family said that she is not part of their family. Interesting. Which is which was very had, had not heard that. Let me had see if I can that. let me see if I can find it because I did read that yesterday. That 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 does throw a little bit of an interesting uh, wrinkle in it because then exactly who is she? Because she has again she has been right on all three of these stories regarding. Uh, so she is a source in some aspect. She has now made her Twitter account private on Twitter. Nonetheless, I don't know if we're going to see these. It would be very interesting to see. She claims she has these pictures. Go ahead. You have the. So this is uh, Marley Rivera. She's from ESPN, um, verified on Twitter, national baseball writer. Nick, you spilled. Damn it. That's <laughs> she, she says 20 hours ago after uh, she quote tweeted John Boy's tweet that said Beltran's niece tweeting about the buzzers, yada, yada, yada. Marley Rivera says, the Beltran family told me that this individual who claims to be Carlos Beltran's niece is not related to the family in any way. This person may or may not have additional information about the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal, but they are not related to the Beltrans. Interesting. So she could have inside scoop, but it's like, it, it makes you, who? why are you lying? Why First are of all, you and, and the Beltran family, to me, I don't know. But to me, this is an easy thing to check if she's part of the family. So why would they lie about that? So right. I believe, I, I think I believe them saying she's not related to the family because I mean, you can check that. it could be could be a bad bad image. Again, I think a lot of people are trying to sweep this under the rug, which makes me believe that you know what what incentive does she have with going public about it? Because if she's if she's truly a, a member of Carlos Beltran's family, you would think she would want to protect him and not be talking about all the shit 
that he did with the Astros and outing him on Twitter under a random username with a random avatar. So it could be that she is maybe an ex-girlfriend or I don't know what the relationship is there. Regardless, though, is that she's been correct on all three of these rumors that have come out about Carlos Beltran joining the Mets, leaving the Mets, and being part of this Astros scandal. Now, what's crazy is, I don't know if it's just my phone. I want you to check this, too. But her Twitter account is now suspended, I believe. Oh, it really? Because look at this. Like I'll, I'll try to... at so underscore blessed one. It's S, and I believe it's zero. a zero. But then I try to click on it, like on this conversation with her and Jared Carabas, and it won't even pull her up as a person in conversation. So I don't even know if she even has the Twitter account anymore. That's why the screenshots are so... Uh, big, but it's like there's a lot of red Great flags. Great job by uh, by the MLB uh, banning, you know, getting in there and banning her account before uh, before she got anything out there. Let's see. That's what I'm saying. I, I just found don't... her. I, fa- I found the conversation here. Let's see if I can click on her account. No, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's I think a it's suspended, suspended account. Mm-hmm. So it, this this whole thing is fishy. I yeah, mean, obviously, fishy, but again, again, the point being that the the reports have been accurate, and with what John Boy has been saying, which he has been out in front of all of these stories prior to them breaking uh, by the verified Twitter accounts, is that that John is, Boy's a big. By the way, anybody that doesn't know, because I just learned who he was. He's a Yankees fan who started his own uh, podcast, very popular, mm-hmm. and he breaks down like. Uh, videos like yeah MLB so he's, videos. So he's, he's super connected. funny it's his story is interesting because it, it is the first time i think i mean really that there have been other <clears> points <throat> in twitter like in, on big political debates when when the elections have been going on where everybody is talking about it but this is honestly one of the first times in that i have remembered being on twitter where this is the top of, of conversation from everybody on my feed not only and from political people, from you know, not really political people as much. I don't follow any of those, but from sp- in the sports world and from friends outside of the sports world, everybody is talking about what is going on with the Houston Astros. And as more of it develops, whether these buzzers on their jerseys are legit, whether other teams are doing it, and I mean, it it, it it's one thing if you're using the trash can, if you're using the video replay to steal signs. I think a lot of teams are doing that. A lot of teams are stealing signs. I think video using the video cameras, the instant replay systems that they have in the dugout now for instant replay in MLB is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should. I think it should be, you know, the instant replay should be, you know, have the headphones on and someone else is watching that. And then they can tell the manager, hey, yeah, we should we should challenge this. There shouldn't be any other instant replay in the dugout because you're having it become an issue with this. But then if you're taking it one step further and wearing the buzzers, I mean – that's just blatant. Yeah. It's blatantly bad. And so, other t- players should have to be suspended because of this. The thing that really stirred this up, like they knew the Astros were doing something because obviously A.J. Hinch and Lou Now were fired, what, now three, four days ago? I don't even – I guess it was Tuesday. Yeah, it came out Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday. Um, so we knew something happened. The buzzer thing came about yesterday, about Thursday. Yeah. Um, and what's the reason people were mentioning it is I think the Yes Network, I was watching it, Michael Kay, who is the play-by-play guy for the Yankees – and he's also hosts his own show. He's a big Yankees guy on the Yes Network. He was discussing uh, basically a myth or like a possibility that uh, he thinks um, Altuve was wearing something because he brought up this one point in the ALCS against the against the Yankees this year when he w- hit a walk off home run to win. Um, he rounding third base. I mean, he just won his team the the you know 
And he's trying the to hold ALDS, the jersey on. Or ALCS, and he's trying to hold his jersey together and pointing at his teammates saying, don't rip my jersey off, do not rip my jersey off. Yeah. That And then apparently they have a video of him afterwards going to the dugout and going back in the clubhouse, and he changed shirts. Yeah. Now, his point, and other people's points, I guess, would be, if you just won the ALCS on a walk-off You want to keep that jersey. Number one, why are you worrying about people ripping your jersey off? But but the number two, why are you heading into the locker room when you're, all your other players are... Yeah. And is that, he that worried about the that, jersey? De- that definitely looks fishy. And I think with it's... With all this other stuff happening, they, it's fishy. They've, uh, they've compared it to... There's some other pictures of him where his jersey's been ripped off and he doesn't care. And his point was, oh, I was just being shy. Like, okay, that, that's a terrible excuse. So it's adding more layers to this whole buzzer theory. Yeah. I mean, again, it could be complete bullshit. I think you look at it and the MLB put the gag order on everybody because I'm pretty sure everybody, every team is doing something similar. Maybe it won't not, be anymore. Maybe not. Sure. Maybe not quite to the level of the buzzers. Again, that that could be complete bullshit. That is, but they, you should, know. they should get seriously if they're if that is found out that that is the truth. Oh yeah, lifetime. I'm serious. Lifetime ban. That yeah. is, dude. That is. I think that it's, is I think it's bad, a little aggressive. Man. I think people. Really? I think people are being a little, little over the top with it. Like, <sighs> oh, they should they should be banned from baseball forever. Like, that, I, dude, that is bad though, man. It's that ba- is it's bad, bad. But again, it's the it's the same thing. Like looking at what the steroids era was, and I I, I think you would rather like someone made a great point on Twitter. You'd rather go up against a guy in baseball, a Mark McGuire, who know who's taking steroids versus a guy that knows exactly which pitch you're throwing. Here's the thing. In my opinion, I think the World Series should be vacated, and that they're never going to vacate because that's a black guy for MLB. They don't want to do that, and that they should get a year-long suspension. Here's the thing: so you think, in my opinion, a year-long expense? Oh my god, I can't speak today. Oh my god, with an S, suspension. Suspension. Wow, Um, a year-long suspension to me. If the buzzer thing is real, the rest of it, I agree, they've done right. I think it's already been like, holy shit. Uh, they're not fucking around. Now, if the buzzer thing happened, okay, maybe if you're saying that getting banned from baseball is too much, I, I can kind of agree with that if it's like a one-strike or yeah, two-strike policy, but it should be at least two years Yeah, because you have to make it apparent to players in the future that are thinking about this shit and organizations. Again, if it's, it's, if it's such true a tough... that you can't... You yeah. can't let this happen. It's like such, you have to put the hammer right. down. They're, and they're making an example. They're, they're doing that by the Red Sox firing their coach, Mets firing Beltron, like... They're making an example out of these guys that got caught. I believe that more teams are doing it, and the MLB is probably aware that more teams are doing it in some aspect, so they don't want anybody talking about it. But, yeah, it's it's a it's a green light to all the other teams to be like, hey, you know, or, or a warning to all the other teams to be saying, hey, cut it out. Like, And I'm sure there are other teams out there right now that were like, man, glad we didn't get caught. Now, the most people you're seeing – be vocal about it are MLB pitchers. The pitchers are really the one because again, they have not especially the American League, they don't bat at all. So they have the they're the ones that are most furious about it. Tommy Pham did go on Twitter last night. Shocker. And uh Tommy Pham pissed about something. And he I think I don't know if it's Bregman or who it was, somebody on the Astros and he made like a circle on a, a wrinkle in their shirt. And now everybody's going on these wrinkles in the shirts like there's like a wrinkle and everybody's like, yeah. Oh, it's wire, it's wire, it's yeah. wire, it's wire. It's like come yeah. on. That that's to me that's uh, too much. Again, that's and, and much. so that's why I think some people are blowing this whole buzzer thing a little bit out of proportion because yeah. we haven't had any hard evidence. But I do think there is part of the MLB that is trying to cover this up and say, hey, you know, no, it was just the it was just the trash can whistle thing. 
fire all these coaches. Let's move on to 2020 spring training. Hey, other all the other teams cut it out because we don't want to dig this dig our hole even further and put a black eye on the MLB because people are comparing this to, you know, they're saying it's the worst thing to ever happened in the MLB. Uh, I think the Black Sox scandal and Pete Rose is still If I'm being honest, a little bit I'm of, serious. I'm a baseball fan, but I don't even remember. What is the Black Sox ca- uh, scandal? I don't even Black know. Black Sox scandal. I think, I, I believe it was a, it was a betting scandal, kind of like the Pete Rose thing. I think Pete Rose was betting on games. Uh, his own games as a manager, right? No, I don't think it was his own games. I think Pete Rose was betting on games. I think the Black Sox intentionally threw. Oh, I know what it was. I think I think he said he originally bet on his own team. He never bet against his own team. Yeah. I think that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. So. And I think the Black Sox intentionally threw a championship. For, oh, really? I, I believe so. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Call us in three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Because I've heard of that. I just, I'm gonna be show, honest. So. We, we don't we don't act like we know everything. No. No, no, no. I, I honestly mean, don't know. That, that's I, but I've heard of it, I'm too. I'm trying yeah. to remember uh, just what that whole thing was about. It's so, so long ago. We need our baseball historian, uh, Jacob Kornhauser, who actually is going to be on the Biz on the Balcony podcast here in a couple weeks uh, with his new book, uh, The Cup of Coffee Club, mm-hmm. 10 Baseball Players in Their Brush with Baseball History, about 10 guys that only played a single game in the MLB. So we're going to have him on Biz on the Balcony here in a couple weeks to talk about his brand new book coming out in February, where you guys can purchase it and uh, get his thoughts on being a published author. Also, uh, Michael Sherping will be joining us yep. too. Very interesting story about uh, how he created his own beer from food that was or from bread that was left over, not not leftovers, but yeah. I guess extra leftovers, yeah. extra stuff that wasn't touched uh, from Mizzou's cafeteria in Ohio State. In- Oh, Ohio State. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I was mistaken. Yeah, he went to Ohio State. Went to started a nonprofit where he took all the food from the the dining halls at yeah. Ohio State and then and delivered them to the food pantry. And they were actually had so much food at the food pantry, so much leftovers that they had all this extra bread that they couldn't, you know, they didn't need anymore. And so mm-hmm. they took the bread, partnered with a, with a uh, a professor at Ohio State to create a beer out of the leftover bread from the dining halls at Ohio State, Ohio State, and now that beer is actually on tap at the Ohio State Student Center. So wow. it's going to be an interesting uh, conversation wow. with Michael Very cool. about what he started there and his non-for-profit up there at Ohio State. And Tim McKernan next week. It's coming out Tuesday. Yeah. Coming out Tuesday. Very good conversation. Loved Very it. That fun a, conversation. That was, that was a fun one. Yeah. It was, it was on the balcony. Good. Rolling, rocking and rolling. Rolling right along, man. Right into 2020. And so you, of course, uh, our, our boys too at I'm an adult board game too yeah. get funded now. They're they're making their games. They so. got their yep, got Good full shit, funding. Their Kickstarter just finished up. Get reached their goal of uh, eight thousand. I think just got a little over eight thousand. So that board game is going to be in production very soon. Think it's coming out in May. I believe is when they're going to have it in rotation for the first time. So we'll let you guys know about that when the board game is out, where you guys can buy it because uh, they're super excited about that. We're super excited for them. And uh, as being a small part doing uh, the video commercial we did for him and uh, also having him on Business on the Balcony, which you can hear on Tuesdays. Now, Nick, according to Wikipedia, the Black Sox scandal of 1919 was Major League Baseball match fixing a match fixing incident, as you mentioned, in which eight members of the Chicago White Sox were accused of intentionally losing the 1919 World Series against the Cincinnati Reds in exchange for money from a gambling syndicate led by Arnold Rothstein. Aiden Clayton and Aaron Nelson. So yeah, so I was right. So, so, so they did. They, they, they threw they <laughs> threw the World Series in order to make money. So Correct. yeah, that one is. I think eight players too. They were all in. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that one is still the biggest black eye because they intentionally lost. You know, a game 
And I, I, I think this whole scandal with the Astros is ba- it's very bad. But again, when you look at it, I mean, if we're being brutally honest, every team is either cheating or trying to cheat. Okay, but that you cannot use technology. If you're a baseball player and you pick up something, that's baseball. If you're yeah, like yourself right, right. and you're exactly. good at tipping you're, things, yeah. that's different. It's on a pitcher to... But they're having like cameras and shit. Like, if you're Ooh. the Astro, think of the roster you have. Like, th- I think of the roster you have and the players you have, and you still have to do that shit. Um, and again, you're right. There's there may be other teams that have done it, and they're not going to do it anymore. That's for sure. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, I'm just I don't know. It's yeah, just, and, you and, can't do it. And two points I'll make before you know we jump into something else. Uh, I think that I was listening to 101 ESPN yesterday. Our friends over at 101 in St. Louis, and Mark Mulder, former Cardinal pitcher, was on the line, and he was talking about this situation, saying. You know, he was very upset. He had not heard about the Butler situation, so once he heard that, he was very upset. But he was saying before that, you know, as a pitcher, if you're a player on second base picking up my signs, you know, and I'm tipping my pitches, that's on me. But to have – they have their initial signs and their secondary signs that they go switch to halfway through the inning. And if you have video evidence and the video crew is doing their homework, you already know what the sign is prior to him even stepping on the mound – then that is an unfair advantage. That That is, you know, <laughs> completely unfair. And the second point is, I think we really need to figure out who, you know, obviously the MLB did their thorough investigation. We don't know who was at the forefront of this because it wasn't Jeff, Jeff Luno, who was, you know, the GM. He was higher up and, and kind of just got caught in the fire and maybe he knew about it, maybe he didn't know about it. I'm sure he knew about it and, and couldn't do too much. AJ Hinch is a little bit more on the on the hot seat for this, in my opinion, because he was the manager. He knew it was going on. He let it happen, and he didn't do anything about it. Right. But who was the culprit that started the whole thing? Was it a player? Was it a video team member? Because there's a lot of teams, you know, a lot of players, a lot of coaches that are getting in the foray of this whole thing. And there's a lot that benefited on the Astros. But who was the actual culprit of the situation? Because that's where I think... Who started it. That's where I think it's super important because there's some guys on this team that may have benefited from it, but maybe they weren't wearing buzzers this whole thing. And I've seen people say, oh, every to the Astros should be banned for a year. Every Ast- Every former Astros player that is currently on a team should have their contract negated and put into free agency. And I'm just like, uh, it just seems super excessive to to hit that many players, even though they benefited from it, that they're not, you know, they weren't necessarily a part of the whole construction of the thing. I think if you're wearing a buzzer, yeah, there should be some sort of ban. But there's lower-level players in this team that are just getting their career started that happen to be on the Astros and I think are getting caught up in this. Or, or maybe not. Maybe they were all in agreement upon it and said, yes, let's all cheat together. I just don't think that that was, you know, the, the the case. But again, I also think a lot of MLB teams are cheating and and we don't see that in a lot of teams in professional, <clears throat> collegiate, high school sports cheat and we don't see it, but everybody's always trying to get some sort of advantage. So a couple more things. I know this is just a big topic, so we want to break down things. Um, I'll start with Alex Bregman's. Oh, yeah, we have uh, more. We have more. Ah, developing story. His, his Look at this. Developing post- as we speak. Well, th- no, this isn't breaking news. This no. has been what else has been talked about. No. But back in I haven't uh, seen this yet. 2018, you've never seen this? October 6, 2018, after one of his home runs off Trevor Bauer, he said something interesting. And again, with all this stuff happening about tipping the, the pitches and, and stealing signs and everything, uh, listen to what he says and listen to the kind of the smirk he has here. Are you looking for him to make a mistake or, or what are you hunting there? Um, I don't know. 
don't know what I was looking for. Maybe that pitch. He was looking for the pitch that gave it to him. I don't know what I was looking for. And then he goes, he smirks. He goes, maybe that pitch. And there was another. Wild. When Altuve <laughs> hit that bomb off of uh, Chapman in the ALCS to move on to the World Series, Chapman smiles at the camera like he knew. Like he knew. I mean. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Where where where, where they go from the dugout cam of the, Yan- the Yankees dugout cam, and it goes right on Chapman, and he just looks at the camera, and just, he just he just smiles and shakes his head. Like. Yeah. It's like he knew, which again, either he knows about it, or like because his team's doing the same thing. Yeah, I I, or, I believe like, there's so, some player. I mean, to me, when this, something like this happens, people will read into every little thing. Yes, so I don't think my, all of it has is, to do with my, anything. That is my point. That's my point yeah. with the jerseys and the buzzers and every wrinkle that's in a guy's jersey. Not right. like, oh, it's a buzzer, it's a wire. There was a video. It's an interesting story though, and it's an interesting turn of events where I could see people thinking that though. There was a you know? video <clears> of. Uh, who is the player with the longer hair on the Astros? I don't even know. I, I don't know Josh Reddick used to be there. I think he had long hair. Reddick, I, I don't know who it was, but he had – it was post-game after – probably Garrett Cole. No, no, because it was a hitter. Okay. After the ALCS, they had a uh, – there was a picture on Twitter which appeared to be – doing a post-game interview on Fox Sports, holding the mic, and appeared to be a wire taped with tape under on his, uh, he had his jersey was off. He was wearing a, a, was ta- confetti. a tank top, and it was it would go into a locker room. And later on, you see a different picture. And initially, people are saying, "Oh, there's the wire with yeah, the tape on that, it." That's and then it was confetti yeah. with his necklace on. Mm-hmm. A lot of these players are wearing necklaces underneath. A lot of jewelry underneath their shirts. Mm-hmm. So you see these strings, these lines, and be like, "Oh, it's a wire." When in actuality, it's a necklace. That's why my whole thing with the buzzer thing is like, ah, yeah. I think people are reading too much into it. I'm not sure they're doing that whole thing. I, I get the Altuve thing looks bad with him not going saying no, don't rip my and jersey right off, to the locker room. and going weird. right to the locker room. But I mean, you know, maybe he had to go to the bathroom. You know, you, yeah, you don't, you don't know. Like, like it, 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 a lot of people are reading into that shit. However, when you do cheat, though, this is what people do. Yeah, you know what I'm it like, is. It is a, a, a blizzard. It does. It does. When it rains, it pours. When it snows, it becomes a blizzard because yeah. it it is. Yeah, everything you do is under a microscope. So looking ahead then at the 2020 season, what do you think the fallout's going to be from the fan base for the Astros and from the Major League Baseball as a whole after having these punishments handed down? Maybe more punishments are coming. We don't know. But initially, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? I think the the MLB, seriously, even if if they find more, um, will will vacate the uh, World Series. And I think they. I, I don't think they'll do that. To me, if I'm being honest here, I. I can be, it's a black guy. The MLB. Well, you gotta let me finish the oh, answer God. first. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm saying like, in my opinion, I think the MLB wants to, you know, hit this nail on the head and let people right uh, right away know you don't fucking do this, and they're gonna try to make a, an example out of the Astros, where I think they're gonna give them everything they possibly can. Because of how long it sounds like they did this, uh, we still don't know everything they did. There's still stuff coming out. Who is involved? People, managers are getting fired. I mean, Carlos Beltran, maybe, is he the first manager to ever get hired and never manage a baseball <laughs> quite, game? Quite possibly. So I, I think they're going to, I think something big's coming. I really do. Like, as far as like players, I think players could get suspended. Maybe, maybe. The thing is, though, you have to look at is on Tuesday, the MLB, this was a thorough investigation by the MLB over the past few months. They're very thorough. Hard investigation. They interviewed hundreds of people in this in this whole process, and 
MLB came down and said, AJ Hinch and Jeff Lenau are suspended for one year. That was the punishment. Fine $5 million, loss of first and second round draft picks in 2020 and 2021. That was the punishment MLB handed down after their investigation. Now, the Astros owner went on to fire them, and then people started tweeting. Alex Cora then was looped in, also fired. Beltran also <laughs> looped in, also fired because of what the Astros owner did. Had the Astros owner not fired Lunau and Hinch, which is probably what the MLB wanted, but they did not do that. They didn't say, hey, your guys are, are you can't fire, like MLB can't just go in and fire, say, yeah, they're they're no longer your manager. Yeah. And I mean, they, they, so they banned them for a year and then let the owners take that next step. So to me, the MLB went harsh on the punishment, lost the draft picks, fine, Ban for a year. That's one of the stiffest punishments we've ever seen in the MLB besides a lifetime ban for guys like Pete Rose and maybe some of the steroid guys. I don't know if anybody's been a lifetime ban for for, uh, performance-enhancing drugs. But I don't think we're going to see any more punishment handed down from the MLB based on what is coming out off of what has happened on Twitter. Because these are things the MLB has already known. They've done their thorough investigation. They've talked to everybody. They've seen... All video, they've seen video we've never even seen before of dugout, locker room, all these things. So to me, that there, there isn't going to be anything else happen from the MLB. Now, yeah. from the public's perspective, I think, I mean, it, it's going to be hard for the Astros to, it's going to take the Astros years, multiple years to come back from this. And well, once a cheater, you're always a cheater. And it like, sucks for the Astros fans because it's not like they did anything wrong. Nope, they, it's, so it's like, and I, I, I think they'll still come out and support the team and, and hope for the best, but like you can't expect them to be competitive. Like you can't expect them to be, you know, in it. Like if they if they have a great squad put together, and it's going to be a hell of a job for whoever's brought in as coach of that team to to manage through this process and answer all these questions that they didn't have any part of. Yeah, especially if you bring in a, a coach um, from another team another organization and bring them into this whole mess i think t- coach is going to say no so they're going to have to a they're going to have to pay a shit ton of money to a coach to come in and do that job after losing five mil and the loss of draft picks it, it's the black eye of a, of a job for a coach to come in and take over so you're going to have to offer them a lot because they still have a great team and that's the that's the kicker we're going to see here is is like you said if there is another fallout, it's going to be because of these buzzers and it's going to come down on Altuve and correa and bregman, bregman the best yeah. players in their team However, though, I, I just don't see any more punishment being handed down to any of these players involved. But I would like to know who was the guy that, that orchestrated it. Because if it was, say if it was Alex Bregman that said, hey, let's cheat and let's do this thing. Yeah, lifetime ban if you, if you locate that guy. But if you, unless you do that, I don't, know, you, I don't know that you can necessarily hand down more punishment based off of Twitter accounts and what we've seen on social media. I realize they've already put a punishment out. I guess I'm saying if they find anything else, yeah, the MLB would have to find. Now, it. if they, in my opinion, seriously, if they did find something with buzzers, I could honestly see the MLB overreacting. Yeah, and and doing a lifetime thing. The the, the buzz the I, I buzzer is something that's like is unprecedented. And again, I think the MLB knows that. Yes. Teams and players are trying to get advantages one way or the other. That so the whole sign stealing video, I get it. That the buzzers is a little bit over the top. I think though, and it, what happens all the time with with shit like this, with cheating, with any scandal, is people on social media 
blow it up, make a story out of something that's not, start assuming things. It's worse than like when rumors would spread in grade school about somebody that wasn't true. Now you have social media and video and pictures and all these things. People get an idea and all of a sudden verified Twitter accounts get involved. Guys like John Boy who aren't even a verified Twitter account that have a track record of getting things right start, you know, saying, yeah, I have five sources. Like... No, you don't. You just don't you, know you, that. You're, you're just you're just trying to get he's action. Like the MLB just, he's pretty in touch with the with the baseball he, world. He, he is, but there's a lot of people. It, it, we see this all the time in uh, with like MLB rumors, like, oh yeah, the Cardinals are gonna are gonna acquire Arenado within the week. My sources tell me. So I'm not. I can't. I shouldn't say John Boy specifically because he has been has a better track record. But people go on Twitter wanting attention and saying, "Yep, like." You know, John Boy, uh, I, c- I concur with what you say because three of my sources, yeah. Nick Yale, have told me the same thing. They make shit up. And right. I just trying to get retweets and follows uh, on a story where I know nothing about. That, right. That's what happens on social media. So that's why the buzzer situation, buzzer gate, whatever we're going to call it, looks bad. And a lot of these, you know, cheating scandals look bad. But in reality, uh, I trust that the MLB is doing a thorough investigation into everything that has happened, that has occurred. The gag order that the MLB put on Major League Baseball and its players does make me question a little bit their integrity that they know something about other teams doing the same thing. Because how can you tell players to just shut up and not say anything and tell teams, hey, no, Los Angeles Dodgers, the ones who lost in this scenario, you're not allowed to say anything? Like, come on, that's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. And guys like Trevor Bauer and other pitchers who may his careers may have been affected by this. Like maybe a uh, I I can't say for sh- for certain any players that you know were affected by it, but a player that you know maybe got shelled by the Astros and that damaged their their career path. You know, you're talking about loss of tons of money, ruined careers here over this whole cheating scandal. Yeah, and I I don't know. I just I guess. Their investigation, because they did say they looked into it and didn't find anything with buzzers, but it doesn't mean, you know, if I'm getting down to it, I'm going to guess they didn't. It was just an interesting spin on it. So I think the MLB, you're right. I think they won't find it anymore, most likely. But Maybe they, they weren't looking for it, though. Maybe they weren't looking for it. Maybe if they read, maybe if this brings another situation. And I thought they said that they looked into the buzzers, though, once everybody talked about it on social media, and they said they haven't seen. But no one was, that's a key. Nobody was talking about it on social media until... They, so they'd done this whole investigation, and then the buzzer thing, buzzer gate came out from those tweets. So that's what my, I thought it was after the tweets, though. I thought no. it was later on. The MLB said they or they said, said the it, they said it. in their investigation, but I, I don't. Oh, I, you I, might reopen I, an investigation. I, I, you're I think I don't think the MLB was ever looking for buzzers in their initial investigation. I think the MLB was just covering their ass, saying by when those tweets came out, they said, "Oh shit, let's just cover our ass and say we didn't find anything about buzzers." I don't think they were lo- ever looking for buzzers. I don't think they want to go back and try to look for buzzers because they're just going to try to sweep this under the rug because they they would the MLB is better if- I think if they knew, if if there's enough evidence, there's no way they can do that. But good, interesting point here with the whole situation on the Mike Fires uh, allegations and like him basically being the whistleblower on the whole thing. Mike Fires, current Oakland A's pitcher, former Astros pitcher on the team that broke this news. After Mike Fires made these accusations, AJ Hinch and everybody else was basically like, ah, yeah, people make rumors. Just worry about your own thing, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't until multiple reports came out on Twitter from people 
that they went back and started this whole investigation, which makes me to believe again that the MLB is at uh, is at a loss here in some situations because the Mike Fires comes out and says this, and the MLB does not start an investigation. This happens all the time where a, a player becomes a whistleblower about cheating, and the league is better off sweeping it on the rug, yeah, turning up 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 you know turning a cheek, looking the other way, and not worrying about it because it's bad for their image versus doing a thorough investigation, taking what a, a claim, you know, that a player is making and, you know, doing a thorough investigation on it, which they had to do once they were kind of blasted for it. I mean, for me, I don't think I, – I could be wrong. could be wrong. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. I, I don't ever want to say a league could do that just because, you know, who knows. But the, the thing is they, they – A get, league can't do that? No, I'm just saying you don't want to like NFL put, does it all the time. You don't want to put that out there if you don't have facts, though. We don't have facts that they sweep anything under the rug. We don't. So we don't want to like say but, the fact that it yeah, could be yeah. happened. The, 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 that's 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 the gray area in the ethical situation. of The whole thing is when a player comes out and says something, or, a, or someone makes an accusation, is it legit, or is it that player person just being you know pissed off at their former team? Hey, you see in the NFL all the time. Like you could have, there are fifty cases in the NFL where where they fucked it up and and Roger Goodell made the wrong move and they didn't do a thorough investigation. Right. Nowadays, it's tougher though because before, I think leagues did that all the time. If something bad comes out about a player or a team or the league itself, the steroid era that makes them look bad, they're gonna turn a cheek and say, "Nah, we're not gonna worry about it because allegedly." Can I say that word? Allegedly, it's 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 a loss of money. Well, I'm not making a I'm not making any right, right, specific right. I, I'm just, accusations. Correct. Here. I'm, I'm just I, saying yeah. the steroid era. You know, players are taking PhDs. It wasn't until Jose Canseco came out and wrote in a book that that was where they actually took it into consideration and did a thorough investigation. It, it just it's like anything else. It's like if you know something bad is happening that's unethical, are you gonna be the whistleblower and be the brunt of you know, oh fuck you and and take all the heat for it, or are you gonna and and do the right thing, or are you just gonna turn a blind eye, let everybody do their cheating, and let everybody make their money? Because yeah, MLB is gonna lose money off this. Like statistically, I would say MLB is probably gonna get a loss in some aspect from what whether it be the yeah, Astros, right. the Red Sox. At some level, the MLB is taking a hit, and you see the same thing in the NFL with all the shit that goes on. Nowadays, it's tougher, though. It's harder because you have social media, you have video evidence, you have people like John Boy who are connected, not tied to an organization. If you're tied to an organization, uh, their PR department could say, no, give me your phone, shut up, you're not tweeting that out. If you're uh, a, a Nick Yale or a TJ Weber or a John Boy out doing our own thing, we have the same capabilities as everybody else nowadays. We don't have to be a part of an accredited news organization worry about losing a job. You can go out there and tweet whatever the fuck you want. So if you have legitimate sources, you know, versus like if you were in a news department it, 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 where it's tougher and, you know, you have to make that tough call. Like, yeah, you got to be right. Otherwise, you're losing your job. Yeah. Where you're in a situation now where you can make more of guesses, I guess, or talk to more sources. You're just in a more vulnerable perspective vulnerable spot as a league and as a powerful organization because of what Twitter and social media and video offers with all these, you know, different accounts because you have a, a Carlos Beltran niece, you know, alleged, not actually her niece, maybe she is, tweeting shit out that happens to be right and it's leading, to, that led to the, that literally led to Carlos Beltran getting fired, was her tweeting. Led, and we don't led, even know who she is. Led to <laughs> Beltran getting fired. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. 
It happens. That's how social media a works. A rogue down. Twitter account leads to a MLB manager. I think the MLB getting fired is showing. No matter what their situation is, they did put the hammer down with a one-year suspension. Yes. I am yes. shocked they did a one-year suspension. But then when you see again all the other shit from what they saw, enough. It was a one-year. Sus- They're trying to do their due suspension. Diligence. And that, to me, that is that is a big time get. Uh, that is a, a big time punishment and shows people like, hey, don't I, if you're cheating, don't fuck around anymore. This is it. Um, one more thing on this, we'll move on. I know we spent the most of the show, but it's it's the big topic right now. Um, Carabas, Jared Carabas, Barstool Sports writer for uh, Red Sox writer. He, you know, with all this uh, this this lady, the so ble- the so underscore blessed one person, um, pretty much. Drink it or you want it? You can have it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, he asked her after all the stuff she was tweeting out about the Astros. He said, "So what do you got on the Yankees?" Because he's a Red Sox guy, and she said, uh, "Just make sure they check Glaybar's Glaybar next year left leg. Glaybar Torres, one of their top players." And then she put a shush, like a quiet emoji. Yankees use two video guys hide one in bullpen with live feed. She tweeted that to Carabas. So like. You know, she may be just some burner account, but if she has these sources or whatever people saying, might dude. say. But the thing is, she's saying things about all these teams. Like all these teams are doing shit, or all these teams have done this, and That's it's all it, it's all up in the air. But it's like, why would she say that exactly? It's I'm weird. telling you, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that we never see. Nowadays, teams are so much more um, protective, I would say, of their organization and players. And I can tell you this for a fact from being inside the Cardinal locker room that teams don't let you have the same access as you used to. And, and And for right reason, for this right here, this is the reason. Nowadays in MLB, or not MLB, in professional sports and college sports, <laughs> the, the, the PR departments have a toughest job of anybody, really, because they have to manage all these personalities that have the use of social media. They have to manage, you know, all the media to still let them do their job. But there's there's a protective wall, and that's where you know they have to protect their team and protect their players. And you, you see, it with, start with Randy Rosarina last year, and, and the Cardinal locker room after the the Braves uh the win with Mike Schilt, you know, going off. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's after the Braves win or if it's after, I think it's the Braves. Yeah, going to the National Series where Mike Schilt had a. Mike Schilt, a very clean-cut guy, and he's dropping F-bombs left and right, and Randy Rosarina is, is Instagram live in the whole thing. So stupid. it's like It's stuff so like that that nowadays it's harder for PR departments to have to cover up you know, what the team is doing. So there's a lot we don't see. And, and being in the Cardinal locker room, yeah, they give you four or five guys to talk to. It's never the guy you want to talk to. It's never Yachty. It's never... Obviously, it's never the starting pitcher, but it's never Yachty. It's never like the big time player. Goldschmidt. It's never anybody that's involved in what's going on. It's always a side player, or something like that. So they're trying to protect their team. So there's so much we don't see. And yeah, with technology, with social media, with today's world going on, again, teams cheat. It's just it. it some people don't want to believe it. That's the hard case. Is yes, you have a team that works hard, goes to camp, does all these things, but if you're not cheating there's other teams that are probably out there trying to do something you're just trying to and that's not cheating cheating is such a bad word it's you're trying to gain any advantage you can and so it's like pitchers using pine tar or vaseline on their gloves they're all doing it you know i mean to get a better grip on the ball to get a better spin and and so again it's probably a bad way to think about it yeah every single team cheats but 
teams are trying to gain an advantage anyway. And it, you it, don't know who, but you know there's other people out there. It's yeah, same, same it's with the NFL. Like, it's like with with the Patriots situation with you know Spygate the first right, time, then uh, allegedly, not even allegedly, that was proven that they were recording the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals this past year. And the thing I is, don't know what that was all about? How many other teams could be doing that? You have no idea, and I'm sure it and happens. The elsewhere. onus is all on the Patriots because, because it's been done. But they've been caught. They've, they've gotten caught. Same with the Astros. And so yeah. again, these are the teams that are going. Yeah, they're going to be in our microscope. But like, are you looking at all the other teams? And maybe yes, people look at the you know Patriots cheated, they got caught. They're successful. Astros cheated, they were successful. They got caught. And so you're looking at the successful teams. Yeah, nobody's going to be looking at like a, a Miami. Mar- oh, Miami Marlins are cheating. Se- well, they suck. Seattle so. Mariners, like they need everything they can get. So they're not yeah. cheating very well, but doesn't mean they're not doing it. And, and again, you're not, you're not out here trying to accuse every team of cheating. No. I think it's more of like. We, Again, cheating's this a could bad be word. Happening. Yeah. Cheating's a bad word. It's like gaining an advantage. And yeah. so like using what you have to gain an advantage. It's the technology part too. That, it's that, the techni- that yes, is the issue. Yes, is nothing, yes, like yes. we said, if you're on second base and you have the quickest eye and you touch your helmet, which means a changeup's coming and the guy in the and the guy at bat can see you touch your helmet, that to me is baseball. But if you have somebody that is has a camera staring on to where the catcher is calling signs or in the dugout where the manager is calling his signs, that you can't do that, and to me, it, it it does make the sign signaling easier. You know, uh, recorders, everything aside, you still have to hit the pitch, right? Correct. Hitting, the, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the hardest thing, and yes, it, it it's the worst for the pitchers because they pride themselves on what they do, and and they're you know they're very good at their jobs. But you still have to hit the damn thing. It's like, the it, same thing with the steroids. Even stuff. if you know ninety nine yeah. fastballs coming, man. I mean, there's still some. Massive skill level. I still say it's the hardest thing to do in sports to hit a pitch, a, hit a pitch off an MLB pitcher. But even if you know the pitch is coming, it's still the hardest thing to do. So like, people have to look at that too as a, as an aspect. Like, yes, it's cheating, but like, same it, thing. Like, I, mean, I don't know because I'm not an MLB hitter. What the advantage of knowing curveball or fastball is? I guess it's. I don't know the magnitude of an advantage that is. But I, I guess it's extreme. I don't well, know. Absolutely, it's extreme. You either sit back for. You know, eighty-two mile hour curveball or ninety-eight mile hour fastball. It's, a, it's, it's like a split decision. I know, but like these guys are these guys play every day. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not just, saying. Trust me, it's an advantage. Yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to justify you. the advantage. But I but. agree with you because it's the same way. Like I used to think differently of Barry Bonds. Like, oh, he's a cheater. He shouldn't get anything. But you think about it, he hit over seven hundred and sixty home runs. Steroids are not non buzzer, no mo- buzzer, <laughs> right? But I'm saying the motherfucker steroids are not hit. A lot of home runs. You still got to fucking hit the ball. Like, it's, you're right. I mean, it's crazy. That's the thing. When I was a kid, I used to think, oh, everybody, Barry Bonds, he's a terrible guy. And Mark McGuire, I can't believe he did that. He was my my legend. It's like, let's be honest. When steroids were in baseball, it was the greatest time in sports. Dude, 70 home run chase. Like, when when we were kids, we're like, oh, it was bad. Don't do that. Now it's like, fuck, if they had steroids legal. In yeah, the MLB, everybody we would be. I mean, their numbers would soar. Yeah, they, it's not going to happen. But if no, the MLB no. ever would have more of an attendance issue, which they have. I mean, here and there, from time to time, the last few years, compared to other sports, <laughs> might be like, ah, well, you yeah, know, do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Just take roids and uh, we'll have fun with it. Let's you, change the rule book a little bit. Do you think that? And, and I was thinking about how could they, you know, go around the sign stealing. The only thing that I came up with was a catcher. Where's like an IFB, like where's an earpiece, and the pitchers, which it would be kind of weird, but would have to have some sort of very small microphone in their gloves, embedded in their gloves, and 
they just go over the mouth and tell them what they're pit in. So they're saying they're saying curveball. And here's if we're talking again about technology being the issue here, now we're adding it into the game more. I'm just saying that's the only way. Think about this: if you have a team that's looking to cheat, but then I guess the catcher could, the catcher wouldn't be able to tell the pitcher no. I, they would just say yeah. I know, but they would just say pitcher just have to say hey, I'm throwing a curveball and say okay. But now you talk about I mean this is like crazy thinking, but like now you have a microphone involved. What says that a team doesn't tap into that microphone? Oh you're yeah, pitchers, you know yeah, it's just true. why put more technology into a situation where technology is fucked you up yeah you know what i mean like i to me that doesn't do shit so that's so. been busted hmm. that, or, was, that was my only thought or you do different signs like you they know, do that already like, they have secondary signs i know but not even like the the fingers like i'm saying like touch your chest like, well, do that, shit like that's, that that's, it's the exact same thing they're still reading it they're still using video to to figure out yeah this the chest head groin means curveball like it's doing the exact same thing it's no different than throwing well, down numbers you know what sucks someone mentioned this the other day uh i think it was doug vaughn on the morning after he said now you gotta have like Tattletales. You have to hire tattletales now to sit in these fucking tunnels and make sure these people aren't cheating. It, it's 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 disgusting. But it that sucks, goes but- back to what I was saying before about um, the you know the PR team controlling who is allowed. A PR team would never. You would never allow. You would have, yeah. You're gonna hire a spy that has to work four years in the Astros organization to then become. The, the video replay guy that can then tattle to the Los Angeles Dodgers about it. that it, it only, I mean, I don't know, and this is a question I don't know. I already spent the whole show on this, but uh, about did it happen on the road or was it only at home? Because if you look at Jose Altuve's home, split, home road splits, at home he has an OPS of like 146. On the road he has an OPS of like 0.4. So... Like what? It what are the you know? Is this something that was happening only at home? Oh, for sure. I mean, because they have a camera like in they're saying like in the outfield wall or something. Like uh, it's, okay. it's their home place. Like gotcha. who's gonna fuck with a camera when the team's like that's ours? You know I didn't what I'm know. Like, I, well, I didn't know, and I don't know the the stipulation of the video replay in like if it was MLB mandated that you have to have a, a video feed out there because of replay. I gotcha. So well, I didn't know if it was like I'm thinking that maybe like because think about this if they go like on the road. To like the Rangers mm-hmm. and the Rangers guys see them like setting up a camera, like they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, no, that's like, why. That's why I didn't know if it was like just MLB mandated, like every so like the MLB is setting it up, and then every because what my my thing was is that they had the camera in the outfield and they had the replay system in their dugout because of instant replay, and so yeah. I was like, "Oh, if it's MLB <clears throat> mandated, every team has instant replay in their you know thing." They were just using it to look at signs and do video replay back and forth. To look at signs, right? Which made me believe that hey, every team's probably doing this. They were just doing the signaling part of it by using the trash can. Maybe so. That's what I didn't know. Yeah. Maybe the last thing I'll put on this, I guess you know, I, I agree that maybe when I said uh, the year the uh, the lifetime ban, it is a little excessive. However, I think the MLB, if I'm if I'm being honest, if they find more into this situation. I could see a big time punishment because they. I agree. Because I, I think with what you're saying, if it's true that they know more things than they than they obviously say, which just could be definitely the truth. Like leagues aren't perfect, um, and and they're sweeping stuff under the rug allegedly. Um, you know, I, I think that I don't think that's fully intact. Like if there's so much proof that like you're saying now the public can find it and like mm-hmm. it, it's not behind closed doors anymore. They will put the hammer down so that this never happens again. Because you're yes. right, this is terrible PR, not only for the Astros, not only for the Mets, not only for the Red Sox, but for any team in the MLB. Because now people will be looking 
everywhere for every team. Anything. Like, anything. Th- think about a Cubs fan that hates the Cardinals and will look for anything, even if it's not true. They take a picture of something they think is a wire, they think is this, they think is that, and then all of a sudden it gets blown up on, on Twitter because and that's other Cubs the MLB. fans see it. It's just that's how the snowball goes. MLB's, so. MLB jobs become harder, but that that's where I think it's, it's like they're only – that's why I said – you know, maybe they know more than they do, but they're only you know addressing what has already been made public. Right. They're not addressing everything. Maybe they know more, but they're only going to address what's public. Had they you know, but buzzers a lot aside, they're not going to go this in the MLB investigation. Throw the hammer down and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, they're using buzzers. Whammo! Like yeah. See, ya. sorry we didn't mention that. Then, then they're fucked. Yeah, yeah. and because right. then the Astros owners like. I mean, again, because from an, I don't even know from an ownership standpoint. Maybe he didn't know about that, and then he's like, well, "What the fuck?" Like, well, that's honestly, and I, I and say, then now I like lose my team because right. of some jackass video guy. Well, like earlier, I said too, like Luna, they can't, they can't, they can't do that. Right. Like, that, that's 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 what my point is. It's interesting too because like what I said earlier about Lunau is you know he was the one that kind of got the Cardinals in trouble, which it deserved. I mean, there's obvious things that were that happened there, but then also like I said, it, it comes around, but. I don't think it's Lunau's fault. I just think it's crazy how that happened where he called cheating and then his organization's called for cheating. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Uh, but but he, he has to take the hit. Even man. if he did, he has to take the hit even if he may have. But something tells me, I don't know, I don't see the GM in charge of something like that. You know what I mean? Like Right, I, which makes me think that with this one-year ban, some people are saying it's a black ball. They're they're blackballed from the MLB. I don't think no. I don't I don't think so. No. I I think like Lunau and Hinch will get jobs, but Hinch for sure. My, my, my will question get my question is, can a team like so they got fired? So it, is their ban still effective for 2020? See, I asked this question the other day. I think no matter what, because regardless of what happens, they're out of baseball for a year. If if it's the fact that they would have to get a job first, now you're talking about waiting a full year. So say a full year, no team wants to hire them. Full year, and then once they get hired, another year for the suspension. That's to start, why I think the there's black. No way. There's no way. It's got to just be it's this just one year. year. It's like, just a regardless, year, I bet. Yeah. Regardless, like MLB did want them to get fired, but they had to let the owner do that. They couldn't do that themselves, and so they would. Yeah, they would just have to set out this year. So next year they'll get jobs somewhere because Lunau and Hinch and Lunau are like two of the best GM and and. Uh, Head coaches, managers, managers in the MLB. So, like a team, sure, you know, AJ Hinch might not be going to like the Los Angeles Dodgers after Dave Roberts gets fired, but because the Dodgers are going to miss this year and he's going to get fired, but you know, he might go to like a Seattle Mariners, like a Miami Marlins. You know, not a not a luxury job by any means. You know, definitely a step back from where he was at. Like Bobby Petrino going to Missouri State to become the head football coach. You know, you're not going to go out and like get a great job, but you'll be back in the MLB and you can work your way up through it. Because again, neither of these guys, I think, were at the forefront of hey, yeah, let's let's cheat. That just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. I think it was a player, or a I think it was a player. It had to be a player, in my opinion. Your thoughts are welcome. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. You can find us at Balcony Brews Pod on social media. We appreciate you guys listening in. If you've listened this far, I know it's not our normal show, but it is a big time topic. We're we're our sports guys. We don't talk sports uh, specifically on this show, but when there's a big time topic, this is something that is unique. 
uh, that doesn't happen too often. I think people you know? want to hear I mean, about it. I think so too. Here, here are our thoughts. I mean, we're we're, we're key players. We're in key this. players. We're 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 big time baseball. I, I've been working. Uh, the, I've been working the phones this whole this whole <laughs> this whole sode. I know my dad won't like the episode. Sorry, pops, uh, but uh, well, I won't either. But that's okay. It, it's uh, it, it's, it's a big time topic. Big time topic. Everybody's talking about it. We're, we're sports guys still, so we appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, once again, you can follow us at Balcony Brews Pod three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. We don't want to talk about it too much next show, but we would like to hear your thoughts. So we will play your voicemails and uh, react to them. And uh, we're interested to see where this goes with uh, Major League Baseball and the Houston Astros. So, Nick, that's our Friday show. And, uh, again, thank you for uh, listening in. We'll have the BOTB football show Sunday. Now, I didn't uh, mention this to you guys. Again, we talk business on the air, too. So do you guys think, uh, as far as when I say you guys, I mean you, Zook, myself, and Big Web, should we? I thought just, you were like talking to listeners. I'm like, my part. Oh this? no, no. Like, how does this go here? So, should we just leave the Pro Bowl week go with no live show? I know we said we'd do the obviously the entire playoffs. So, like, I don't know what we would do. I don't know. On I, th- Pro Bowl I think Sunday. we can make it fun because I'm going to be down at Pro Bowl on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Flying. I thought about staying for the Pro Bowl because tickets are like thirty bucks. <laughs> so I was going to lost the headphones drop. there. Uh, I, I was thinking about staying down there for the Pro Bowl, but I am going to come back on um, the flyback Saturday, late Saturday night. But I'll be at the Pro Bowl f- festivities. I don't know exactly what all I'm going to get down there. I I'm, I have tickets to the uh, to the skills competition and stuff. Ah, so really? uh, yeah, I do. So what's well, it's part of that package to being you know part of the the conference down there. And so I don't know if I don't know what I'm going to be able to get content wise if I get any good content. I don't know. I thought it'd be kind of fun to do. Some sort of show recap game type deal. Um, I don't. I don't really know. Or we might might just just hold off. But I think we should. I think we should do something fun. Um, just uh, whether it's you know not talking hard hitting football topics, but maybe it's like a year recap show or, or, or something fun. Just uh, in between the Super Bowl and, and even preview Super Bowl a little bit. I think it'll be uh, people will obviously definitely hit heavy on the Super Bowl on that on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. With our live show. But uh, I think some would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what's going on. Yeah, we'll uh, kind of play it by we'll ear. We'll keep you updated. We'll talk to the, the other boys and, and see what we want to do. So, regardless, we'll be here for uh, AFC NFC Championship Sunday. We'll have all the uh, preview on Facebook Live starting uh, 1030 a.m. Here from the Bruce in the Balcony roughly. Studios. Roughly. That, Ru- last rough, time was about r- roughly, 1050. You know. Depends on Nick, what Nick time I get. Nick rolling in at 1034. So. Mr. Hollywood, baby. Between 1030 and 11, we will start Depends, depends on when show. I get out of my trailer, you know. Right, yeah. Whenever he gets uh, the makeup, hair and makeup all yeah, done. I get the coffee, and you know. The beard takes about two hours of grooming, it, apparently. It, it is. Diva. Diva machine. All right, guys, that'll do it. Uh, happy weekend. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you Sunday. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on the balcony. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to our conversation on this Friday about the Houston Astros, birds, and our beer of the day from birds. Four Hands <laughs> Brewing Company, the Ripple White Ale. Be sure to try that out. It's delicious, delectable. And also go over to STL Distillery to pick up yourself a bottle of brew vodka. Hey, while you're at it, go over to brewsonthebalcony.com and pick yourself up a t-shirt. We got a couple t-shirts on there, bras on the balcony, brews on the balcony. Both great ones, brewsonthebalcony.com. And tell two friends about the program. We like to expand our audience to more people, and uh, we always like to hear from you guys as well. So drop your reviews over there on iTunes, five star, and uh, leave a review, and maybe you'll get a special reward. We're thinking about doing uh, more giveaways on the program, so be sure to check us out. And as always, thanks for listening. We will see you on Sunday.